Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan, bringing you intriguing details about the lives of people here in Yorkshire. So, come on in and join us. Hello, this is Susan, Inside Yorkshire, and today I'm sitting at Fleece with Janet Phillips, one of the founding members of an art and, um, an art and craft cooperative here based in Wreath in Swaledale. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Yes, and it, it was a gorgeous morning, wasn't it, to it, it, arrive it, in yes. Wreath today? It's beautiful. Yes, we're very fortunate that, um, that the weather's uh, graced us with a sunny morning. Now, I understand that the cooperative has, do I get this right, five founding members? It and you're, does, And yes. you're one of them, aren't yes, you? Yes, yes. Right. I came, I relocated um, up to uh, Reith and was looking at a prem- looking for premises for my own business called The Threshing Barn. And um, I looked at uh, the shop, whether it was to buy or to rent, but for myself, decided it was too small. And so I mentioned to a couple of my other friends who are, the other four are all members of the International Felt Makers. And they had also been thinking about trying to maybe find a location to be able to sell their work. So the five of us put our heads together and hundreds of hours of meetings and discussions and ideas. Um, and out of that, the fleece, fleece was born. And it is a beautiful place. I mean, you've got a good location here overlooking the green. And I've been looking around and so many things that uh, I think I think we're spoilt for choice, really. Certainly people who are looking for Christmas presents at the moment, this time of year. Um, I can see several items that I think would fit the bill for me personally. Yes. But you've got a huge variety here. Do you like to tell us just the... Um, well, the, basically, who you've got here that actually displays their goods. Right. Well, um, we wanted to have a, quite a wide variety of work. Um, the five of us act as the selectors, and we also um, didn't want to have too much conflict of the same work, but we wanted work to, to represent... Um, you know the, the the stunning location of Swaledale and Wensleydale and the Yorkshire Dales. So we wanted work that had a very, I suppose, quite an organic feel to it. Um, that was just a delight in natural materials. And so you know it's been quite easy to find um, beautiful work from you know wood turners to blacksmiths to silk painters. Obviously, the felt makers, weavers, spinners, glass. It, it's just a really very nice mix. And I think what we didn't want to do was to make it a very expensive upmarket gallery. We wanted things to be, I suppose, the first criteria for us is that things are beautifully made um, and that are reasonably affordable. So there is nothing that is. Re- ridiculously expensive you know and um, from this first year that we've been open we've realized that our market is very varied it, it can be local people running in for a lovely birthday present a lot of customers are people who are on holiday 
up here in the Dales, um, driving through and call in and want some lovely souvenirs made by local people. Um, we've got people just out for the day and people will, well, you know, yesterday, you know, there were people came from, um, I think it was from Leeds and people will drive quite a distance to come up, have a, have a day in Reef, come and have a look in the shop, go for a lovely lunch and just enjoy the whole experience of coming out to the Dales. I think it is quite an up-and-coming area now. I've talked to a few people recently, and certainly there's a lot more going on here than meets the eye. There's a lot more happening now than there used to be. And I think it's it's perhaps similar to kind of Cornwall, where people, a lot of artists and designer makers went to live in Cornwall because it was such an inspiring place. And I think the same is for here, for the Dales, whether it's Wensleydale, Swaledale, Arkengardale. It is just such an inspirational place for creative people to live in. Well, that's it. The scenery in itself is really quite inspiring. It yeah, is beautiful. I, yeah, I, I myself, I, I couldn't find uh, the place I wanted to live in, in Reef. So I live in um, Carpeby over in Wensleydale. And my drive to work, to come, or to come here to the shop or up to my, my unit, um, I come up over the Redmire Road for maybe 95% of the year, it is absolutely breathtaking. By the time I get here, I'm absolutely energised. It's just inspiring. The unfortunate thing about this being a podcast is that you can't actually see it, but we will put some photographs up on some of the sites so people can have a look at uh, at the work that is on display here. Now, can you just run me through then what your selection process is? You're saying that you, all five of you, decide to? Yes, we people will send their work in or photographs of their work and we have a look and if we feel there's a conflict with an existing maker, then obviously that is an easy decision to make. And just, I think we we all decide quite easily the work that we want to come in. That's good. That's good. So, um, and then people come to people hear about you and actually approach you on it all. Yes, yeah. People are beginning to come in and think, mm. oh, perhaps I would like to. And I think we we've set it up quite differently because before it was a a gift shop called the Fat Sheep mm. that David uh, Goff had run for a long, quite a long time. Um, so it does have a different feel, which. You know, every business has to create its own sort of identity and we didn't want to just reproduce the same mm. shop that was here. Um, so I, what I would like to say is explain really the idea of how we've established it as a cooperative because um, quite a few of us had been involved with other similar cooperatives elsewhere. A couple of Thelma and Gina are involved um, in another cooperative, and I was up at Allendale, uh, the forge up at Allendale in the North Pennines. Uh, when I first moved up to the Yorkshire Dales, I lived near Sebba and became part of a craft cooperative, a craft, a craft cooperative there called mm. the Craft Workshop. Um, so what we've tried to do is take the best of ideas from both of those and design them into our own and make it work for you Mm. cooperative here so the five of us invested 
um, in the business. And that was because we wanted to redecorate new carpet, new shelving, um, new lighting. So it had a complete new, fresh feel to that. So the five of us have invested in that to do that. And so the way it works, people would submit their work. And if we love what they do, we'd say, yes, please come in. And you have a choice. Um, you can either be a commission artist and we charge a commission. Um, and you are just put where we select you're going to go. Um, so there's the blacksmith. He's obviously not going to come in here and able to work and mm. give the time to do that. So his work is on, on commission. Um, other people will apply for a full stand and they pay a small rent for that stand. Uh, but for a full stand, they do two days a month in the shop. If you have half a stand, you pay obviously a smaller rent and you do one day a week, a month one in day the shop. Month. And that works really well because then people get to know each other. They get to meet their customers direct. And we have no overheads. Mm. And we are not for profit, so we don't make any profits at all. Um, so if we did in the years to come, then we can would reduce the rent or mm. whatever that we would charge. So because we don't, we're not as such a business, we don't want to be uh, making a profit. We are just purely... A, a, a way of mm. different artists and designer makers to be able to sell their work. So as a cooperative, you're not for profit, but the individuals must be because it helps That's, obviously yes, finance. Yes, it's giving. Yes. And, you know, they're not having to pay huge commission because some places it may be 30% commission, 40%. I know Louise was saying one place she supplies to is 50%. Well, mm. that's a very big it is. Part of your profit going in commission. Um, so it keeps it as, as a keeps very it as low reasonable as possible. Uh, venture for everybody to be able to join. Sure. Would you like to tell me a little bit about the threshing barn while we're on here? Because yeah. that's your own, isn't yes. it? Yes. So I'm one of, as you say, one of the five people that started here. But I wanted a bigger uh, a bigger unit. So that is up at the Dalesreath Centre, just up the road. Um and I've been established for nearly 25 years. And I originally, I, I had lived and worked in Hong Kong and ran a gift distribution business in Hong wow. Kong. <laughs> and that was 20, 40-foot containers of crafted items that I had made in China or had made in a workshop. And so after 20 years, I came back and came back to a farm. I bought a derelict farm in Staffordshire Moorlands, um, no water, electricity, no sewage, grade two listed, 500 years old. And I converted what was this fabulous set of buildings into my craft centre. So it was the last threshing barn intact in Staffordshire, earth floor, beautiful windows. And originally I thought it was going to really develop it into holiday accommodation, but I had bats and barn owls, so that paid up to that. <laughs> but actually I enjoyed having mm. them there and swallows and whatever so I ran the threshing barn there for 20 years can I just interrupt sorry and ask mm. you I'm ignorant here what is a threshing barn um well it was where the grain was brought in and it was the the doors were opposite to each other so all the husks would be taken out in the wind 
and it had an earth floor and it went up into the, into the levels where it was prepared and um, stored. Okay. Um, so a very, very old mm. building. Um, so then after I lived there for 20 years and um, then I eventually sold the farm. My children are grown up, left home and gone traveling and done all sorts of careers. So they didn't want to farm. And um, where was I going to relocate to? I wanted to come to a protected environment, stunning landscapes, big skies, open spaces. I wanted to live in the countryside. And I used to come up to Wreath for the Swaledale Festival. I would come up every year and I would stay at a one year on a farm down at Gunnerside, another year I stayed here on the marketplace. My daughter came from Hong she lives in Hong Kong. She came over and we stayed at the Burgoyne one year and we just fell in love um with the Orchard Dales. Mm. And when I originally moved up, I moved up to Sebba mm. um and I was there for three and a half years. But that just didn't feel right. It just um so I decided to sell there and I've moved up here and I absolutely just adore it. It's as nearest I can be to being on my farm and I live next to a farm and I live in um, beautiful Wensleydale. And um, so for me to relocate my business up to the Dales Reed Centre was fantastic. And it was the Swaledale Festival and I had come up, had walked round in the evening, looked at the units, there was an empty unit and I thought, that's it. And I have been here about a year and a half and absolutely adore it. No regrets then, no. None whatsoever. I look out the windows of my unit up onto Framington Edge or cross to Grinton Moor and I just think, yes, this is just absolutely perfect. So for me to be part of the fleece was a way of meeting creative people in the area, which I have done. Mm. And um, it's just been an absolute joy to be part of this group. And I think um, going back to the five of us that started it, um, we have all naturally gone to where our talents lay. So Thelma, awesome doing accounting. So she does all the accounts. Louise is our, I would call her our diplomat. She sorts out interviews people, um, just is brilliant with meeting with the artists and different people. Um, and then we have Margaret, who's very, very precise, very organised. She is Secretary of the International Filmmakers. Margaret does our timetabling of when people are in. Um, then we have Vicky, who is Head of Marketing at a college and... So she does our social media, all our marketing, our Facebook, our Twitter, all mm, of that side of it. So what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love, because having... when you're, I lived, you're a people person, aren't you? <laughs> I, I am a people person. But also, too, when I was in Hong Kong, my business, I had supplied all my craft items to... I had 200 retail outlets, and I used to do all the store displays, so what I do is I do the window displays and housekeeping and look after the plants and the and I just love doing the display side. Mm. So I will come in and I will clean and reorganize everybody's well not not but 
because you're having customers in, the stands get moved around. So mm. I come in and I keep everything looking very nice. And, and it does precise. look absolutely beautiful. I'm looking forward to taking some photographs. Yeah, it does. So it. the window is, 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 a window is always an eye into somebody's business. And challenging, I would think, looking at it, it's got to look both good sides. from, yes, it's got to be both sides. Looking in from outside, it has to look good, look enticing. And then when you're in here, you've got to be able to see everything, yes. which must be a huge talent, really. It, it, Quite a skill, I think. Normally, you would have a backdrop. Mm. So you don't have a backdrop. And then you've got the light coming through. But what is lovely about doing the wind is, is that we are a link to other places, other ideas. So when you come, the, the theme at the moment is walking in Swaledale. Mm. So... I will put on, say, Facebook, we've put on the pictures of the window, and I'll put, but if you want to buy maps, Susan over in the post office has a fantastic selection of maps mm. and walking books. So that's LinkedIn, another community, another shop in the community. Yes. And then it's also the walking festival. So we've got different walks from Richmond to District Council. We can have... Um, there's some walking maps. There's just it's linked in to, to different to ideas so many of different where ideas. to go walking. There's the wildflowers mm. walks and wildflowers leaflets that people can pick up. Then it might be the next theme will be autumn. Mm. Um, and so again, they're always very seasonally. But we had we had the Richmond did no Yorkshire Dales National Park did their big skies event. Mm. And that was challenging because I had to do a window to represent dark skies. But it was fun, you know. And then I've got another one in November, all that sparkles. So it's like mm. frost and icy and oh, but all my silver and my jewellery and all the glass can go into that. And mm. so, yeah, it's a little eye onto our, <laughs> our world. No, it, it's fabulous. It is. And it's something that I don't think a lot of people appreciate the amount of effort that goes into that side of it. I'm fascinated by your Hong Kong story, because I think that's probably an episode in itself, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been there, done it, got the T-shirt, as they yeah, say. Sure. But, yeah, sure. Very, very amazing experienced, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, maybe, maybe another time you can tell me about yes, that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that really fits in with the amount of time we've got today. <laughs> no, no. But no, I think for me, this now, having having, as you say, travelled and been all over the world and done lots of exciting things and taught and whatever, to come here and just, this isn't retirement, although I'm past retirement age, as, well, a lot of us are now, sure. probably, but I don't, I would never retire. Mm. You know, I just love what I do and I love meeting people. And here I think we might have a customer. Oh, oh no, it's the post being delivered. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. That's not too disruptive, really. No, I think that's what is for me is lovely is that you're part of the community, and that was the post lady who knew I had seen the van here and knows I'm here. So instead of delivering up to my unit, has come down here. Oh, right. So that was your post for the threshing barn but, yes. being delivered to fleece. Yes. How yes, fantastic. Yes. And then <laughs> if the fleece, if again, there's a delivery for here and it's shut, 
they'll come up to me up there knowing that I'm probably there as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is the that is the good thing. That is the good community spirit, really, that we have here, which is part of, a big part of the appeal, I think, for a lot of us. I think when I moved to when I moved to Seba, mm-hmm. I feel I wasn't part. I I found it very difficult because it, the the town was it had the public school and people probably worked in Kendal. Mm-hmm. But I find for Wreath here, the community spirit is just mm-hmm. beautiful. It's Lovely. tremendous. Yeah. And I know a lot of my customers, because I travel all over UK doing big textile events. And so I last weekend I was up in Perth doing Perth Yarn Festival. Um, But I give out my leaflets and then people, oh, you're in Swale. Oh, we love Swale. Oh, we'll come and see you. And people do make huge efforts Mm. to drive up. They might drive up from Morecambe for the day, come up to the Dales, come and see me. They'll come in here. Um, have lunch. So it's a little destination in its own right. Um, and then really. there's there's a lot of variety and of places then, they can go to here. Yeah, and then we have the the Swaledale and Arkengardale. Oh, sorry, Swaledale and Wensydale Art and Craft Trail, mm-hmm. which has this year has has had a new issue uh, produced. And so it's all very up to date. So does that actually it's show great. all the locations of different? Yes, there's a map of Wensleydale mm. and Swaledale, and what an amazing tour because you go, you could start in Hawes mm. and come up and over the Buttertub, uh, come down to Mooka to the gallery in uh, Mooka, Swaledale Woolens, and then come down to the Threshing Barn, come down here to Fleece, um, and then off you go round to. Uh, Leyburn to mm. Wensydale Wool Shop, then you can come back to there's the cat pottery, there's the candle, and there's the rope makers. Oh, there's loads, loads <laughs> of us, and you do, people do this tour mm. around. So we're we're part of that, part of and, that. which again works cooperatively, all of us mm. together to promote each other. No, it's fantastic. Well, I'd just like to say thank you very much, Janet. There was a lot more to that than I was expecting. <laughs> thank you for agreeing to that. Now, um, just before before we sign off, just to say, how would people contact you? Is there a, a website or both for Fleece and for Threshing Barn? Um, for if people want to go on to the Facebook, if you just give it to me, give I'll it read, to you. Read you can have a look. You, yes. um, what we will do. It's Fleece Craft Shop um, Facebook page, and what I will do is I'll share it on ours. And the website is fleece.org.uk, www, as usual. So, um, yes, that will be great, and I'll put it up on the show notes for the yes, episode. Yes, and then we are we're open seven days a week. Okay. Um, and in the is summer... That, is that 10 till 5? Uh, well, in the summer, from the spring um, through the summer and into the autumn, we are open from uh, 10 to 5, and then from November the 5th, we go on to winter opening hours, which will be, um, I think it's 10.30 till 4 mm. uh, p.m. on That's winter hours. still not such short hours, um, no, and no day that you shut then, Christmas. We don't shut Christmas, Christmas Day. Christmas day <laughs> Pu- public day. holidays, do you close um, or not? No, no, we are open public holidays, um, and I think we, we maybe only had one, maybe one day last year, when the snow was really bad that people mm. struggled to get here. Um, but, yeah, we're open. Open for business. Okay. Yeah. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. So this is Susan signing out from Inside Yorkshire.